Welcome to Marvin Methodist Church's Sanctuary Service brought to you from downtown Tyler, Texas. My name is Doug Baker and I'm the lead pastor. Today, pastoral intern Eduardo Martins will be bringing today's message as he nears the conclusion of his internship with us. Eduardo will soon be moving to Wilmore, Kentucky to begin his theological training at Asbury Theological Seminary. Let's join in as he shares his faith and biblical message with us. And says, this is how we know that love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we are to lay down our lives for our brothers. If you or anyone has material possessions and sees his brothers in need, but has no pity in on him, how can the love of love be in on him? Dear children, let us love not with words or tongue, but with actions and truth. This then is how we know that we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts at rest in his presence. This is the word of God for the people of God. You may be seated. Okay. <laughs> Today is my last day in this sanctuary. I know, it's sad. <laughs> really, I want to cry. I remember the first day that I walked into the sanctuary it was a day like this. Everybody was quiet like you guys are right now, looking to faster. And I walked into this door after the service already started and everybody looked to us. We had a stroller, big stroller, two kids, noisy, crying. And my wife, very smart, left before me, but I stayed back. So I said, okay, that's very awkward, I need to leave. And I tried to leave, but I forgot the door that I came in. So I was trying to leave using the door of that closet. <laughs> I know. That had everything to be terrible, but was the best thing that happened to me. We never left this church. And we are living right now to follow what God was calling us to do. And I'm so grateful for each one of you. Thank you. Well, this word in 1 John is just a word that brings us in a reminder, in an appeal, calling us to the action of love, saying that we should love with our actions, not just with our mouths, when we say things in our hearts completely far from that. I've been thinking that more, not more, but as destructuring as a person never hear the name of Jesus, God, before, is a person living in an environment where everybody professes the name of God, but everybody does not, does not live accord with the word of God. Give you the sensation that you are crazy. You are seeing people say something, but they acting different. This is what the Bible describes of the process of our hearts become colder colder and colder. The person that most influenced my life, my Christian life, was my grandmother. She was amazing. <laughs> she used to tell me things that I never even knew that was in the Bible. I just described after I became an adult and started reading the Bible. I'm thinking, oh, this is, oh, that's what came from. 
But she said to me that forgiveness is the key for freedom. She used to say to me that I should help everybody. Does not matter who was that. That I should give my life to sacrifice for people, for love. And she used to say to me and for my, my brothers and my cousins, every day, love is what love does. The nature of love, contrary to what a lot of people think, is not related with the feeling that we have. That's not safe. Today I want to drink coffee, tomorrow I may not want to do that. So this is the way that we've been treating love with this. It's like our emotional is the, who guides the things. But the nature of love is related with the commitment to acting, choosing what is the highest good for God, for people, and for ourselves. I know some friends, they just remember the last equation of the phrase, they just want to love themselves. But that's not love. That's selfishness. And you can live life being selfish, but what you're going to harvest in the end of life is not life. You are going to be unhappy and never fulfilled inside of you. So there's a reason why God is talking a lot about love. We had some weeks ago a series that Dr. Baker preached here saying God's with us that shows us love. He is with us. I see some things along this my journey with Jesus since I met Jesus, and I start to understand what my grandmother was saying to me about love is what love does. I start thinking about some points of that. I'll say points, so we'll be very organized. The first thing that I want to share with you is if love is what love does, we should not see people as opportunity. We should see people as people. In Mark chapter 8, Jesus comes and heals a blind man. And he heals the blind man and he asks the guy, what are you seeing? And the guy says, oh, I'm seeing men, but they look like a tree. So then Jesus touched him again. And he's, he asked again, and he said, now I see them clearly. I see this as very special test because showing me that sometimes we meet God, we have a very huge and deep experience with God, but we keep seeing people as an opportunity, not people as people. And if everybody here was a tree, what could we made from a tree? A tree can turn into a bench, into a pews, chair, table, and whatever else we want to do. But people need to be treated with love. So seeing people the way that God sees people is showing an action of love. It's not a feeling, it's an action. The treatment that we are giving to people 
deepest people is an action of love that God is calling all of us to do. The second, the third, the second thing is above everything, we should just love one another. And why I say about everything? Well, 1 Corinthians described the excellent way to live is with love. And also describe what love is and describes and says that we can have everything, all gifts. We can sing well, we can preach well, we can, we can prophesize, we can speak in tongues. But if we have no love, we have nothing. Have you stopped to realize that many times we lost the love because we are trying to do life in our own strength? How many of us lost our families because we spend more times looking for opportunity than to people? And the day that we go and we will be with Jesus, what is going to remain is love. I realized that for the first time when my grandmother passed away. She was really special. When I grew up, I was thinking that I was living in a hotel. I was asking her, do you do that for a living? Because every time in my house, there's some people there, pastors, missionaries, people that I never met, and they would stay for one week and go on on their trip. And I was thinking, is this a hotel? <laughs> but she always would say to me, love is what love does. So I was not able to understand that. When we read scriptures like the one that we just read and says that if you see your brother in need and you have possessions and you not help, for a lot of us that's very disturbing because come to our minds that's about money. But it's not about money. He's really talking about our capacity to watching someone perish, and you have the opportunity to stop it, and you not do it. But remember, love is what love does. The Bible also says, Jesus said, that we should gathering treasure in heaven because nobody can stole, will not perish, never. The only thing that I know from this earth that is going to heaven is people. So all the sacrifice, all the giving that we do in love is worth it. When I'm talking about that, I know that your heart must be very burning. It's impossible. Don't think about God's love, thinking of God's love and not feel warm inside. But why sometimes it seems like we're speaking about some things and we are so far from that? Sometimes we see people, the Bible says that we should be, see people 
better than we see ourselves. But sometimes it's very challenging, all that. But remember, love is what love does. So when my grandma passed away, I learned a very good lesson. Because everybody that was in her funeral was not telling how great singer in the choir she was. They were not telling us about that she was in the Sunday service every day in the same pew or how great things she have done to the city. But there was people that she led them to Jesus when she was very young. There were people there that she raised them as their kids. And for many years, I was thinking that they were my uncle, but they were not. She just raised them because they were abandoned by their family. And they just moved on. And they were there. And they were talking about how loving she was and how strong the sign of love that she pressed into their lives. And then make me start asking, what kind of mark I want to leave when I'm not here? I'm 37 years old. I would wish I would be younger because I would be less stupid, but <laughs> I am not, okay? I already, um, you know, 37 years old. I know some of you are thinking, oh, you are too young. But we don't think that everybody's facing the death every day. We think that's something for elderly people. But it is not. I can die in the end of the service when I cross the street to pick my car and someone run into me. We think that this is not going to happen, but we are trusting more in the loss than in God and the life. We are trusting that nobody that's going to drive will run with the car in the road, but there is no guarantee for that. In other words, the calling to live life meaningful with love is for now. It's for me. It's for you. What kind of mark, sign, we want to give, we want to live in people's life when we are not here anymore? This has been moving me along these last years. This week was my time to say goodbye to YWM Tyler. And that was part of YWM for 12 years. And I had the opportunity to work with different people, lead different trainings, things there. And I really wish that the way that they will remember me, it's about the love. That I spend more time loving them than doing the work. That I spend more time doing what is meaningful than try to run after my tail and walk in circles. Thinking about that, friends, the whole Bible is talking to us about truth. And those truths that the Bible is bringing to us is to give us a meaningful life.
When Jesus, when God says, don't look for another God because I'm the only one, he's not trying to be the big man of the mountain. He's given us the peace of reality. He's saying to us that we should not spend our whole life trying to find answers for ourselves because he is the answer. It's the same thing when God says that we should love one another and the, the thing that will be remain, that will remain is love. God is again giving us another piece of reality, giving us the opportunity to find out with a lot of people would just find out after they went to be with Jesus. Love. And love is so simple. It's not complicated. It's the small things, the small actions. So all of us, we can, we are able to make love known and notorious for everyone in the world that we will face. I'll give you another piece of wisdom. This. This week we had here yesterday a memorial for Mildred uh, Allen. Uh, Dennis, Danny moms, Danny's mom and Georgiana Allen. And that was the bulletin for the memorial service that happened yesterday. And I was looking to this bulletin, I just found something that it's just someone found it, what we are talking today. Look at this. She says, when I look in the glass, do I ever see our Savior's face reflecting me? The powerful love. <laughs> The amazing grace plainly showing in my face. As friends look at me whenever we meet, can they see that I worship at our Savior's feet, knowing the pain, the terrible price that was our Savior's sacrifice? When Christ, our Redeemer, looks down upon me, does he see his love living in me? living and growing in a holy embrace until I shall look on his wonderful face. <laughs> Looks like someone is fine, Jesus. Found what was really meaningful. And that is the question that I have for you guys this morning. What kind of mark do you want to give, leave on people that's around you when you are not here anymore? If love is what love does, what are the actions that you can start doing today to change everyone's life that's around you? We have every day, not just the mercies of God that is renewed, but new opportunities to show who God is through our actions.
Remember, love is what love does. There is no sacrifice, there is no giving, there is no work, there is no devotion done in love that will not be worth it. If we really know who God is, let's live on the experience of the second touch of Jesus and see people the way that he sees and have the mind of Christ in us. Let's pray. God, we open our hearts to you and we ask you to come and touch in us again. If we need to have and revelation about your love, we want to have that. We want to live not by words just, but we want to live with words and actions together. We ask you to reveal to us that love is meaningful and help us walk in the revelation of we can make love notorious to everyone that is around us. I pray that you will speak very deeply inside of our hearts. We'll be waiting for you until you to come and we will see you. But until that happen, we wanna walk with the same love that Jesus spent his life on the cross to give us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
Thank you for watching our broadcast this morning. I'd like to personally invite you to join us for Sunday morning services at 8.30 and 11 o'clock on our campus in downtown Tyler. God is doing some good work among us and I don't want you to miss out. I hope you'll visit our website to learn more about our church and its ministry and serving opportunities. And if we can be of any assistance in your spiritual growth, I hope that you'll notify us.